Hello and welcome to Mark 1615 Internet Ministries Podcast. I'm Joseph P. Hackney, and this message in this episode is concerning taking up our cross and following Jesus. Uh, there's two scriptures that I want to use as my foundational reference. Uh, they are found in the Bible in Matthew chapter 10, verse 38, that states, And he that taketh not up his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. In the book of Matthew, chapter 16 and 24, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross, and follow me. Now, what does that mean? Where is Jesus going? You might be thinking, how can I know where to go if he doesn't tell me? Or even, in what direction do I start? You may even be thinking, what does he mean by cross? What cross? Taking up our cross and following Jesus is not an easy task. It is much easier said than done, but it is a task that's required of all of us. Many people will pray to God for him to make their path easier, a path that's smooth with no potholes, no troubles, no trials, nothing to make us exercise our faith. They will whine and whimper in prayer, pleading for something easier. They will complain to others about their burdens being too heavy, that their cross is too heavy. And this is why many worldly churches are filled with people today in these mega football stadiums. They are all filled with immature Christians, lukewarm Christians, Christians who God warns about spewing out of his mouth on that great and terrible day of judgment. They only want to attend a church that waters down the gospel. A church that people who are well on their way to deeming the true gospel of Jesus Christ as being hate speech. They seek after a watered down gospel that offers them a lighter cross. A cross that doesn't require much effort or discipline to carry. A cross that fits into their lifestyle. A cross that does not crucify them, but rather one that creates a false sense of well-being. The preacher may tell you that it's the same gospel that the apostles taught, and it's the same message that Jesus taught, that it's the cross that Jesus even carried. While their sermons may sound correct, if you were to compare their teachings with the doctrine of Jesus Christ and the apostles, if you were to examine and search the scriptures, you will find that they are only preaching half-truths. It may even have the same sense of intensity in their delivery of God's word, but at its core they are only putting on a show. The gospel they teach isn't filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. In reality, it's a false gospel. It's a false cross. Because many people, they believe that their good intentions will be all that's required to please God. They will say things like, God knows my heart. While that may be true, He does know your heart. But the truth of it is, He knows that your heart is full of excuses. He knows that you have a heart that needs to repent first. He knows that at the core of their heart is only evil and deception. The old phrase that the path to hell is paved with good intentions is still very true today. There is only one way to heaven, and that way is through Jesus Christ. That way is through the cross of Jesus Christ. The notion that there are many paths 
to heaven is a bold-faced lie. There is only one cross that we are to carry. There is only one man that we are to follow, and that is Jesus Christ. The Bible says that if we climb up any other way, that we are the same as a thief and a robber. This is a cross and path that is about following Jesus Christ and His will for your life and not your own. And in the midst of your journey, during all the hardships and tribulations, God will give you the peace and ability to continue your journey that will surpass all logic and understanding. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He will never expect us to carry a cross that's too heavy. He will never let more come upon us than what we can handle, manage, or carry. And at the same time though, not every day will be doom and gloom. There are many joyful times in our journey to Calvary also. As with everything that we experience in this life, there will be good days and bad days. Bad things do not happen to good people because the Bible says that there are none that is good, no, not one, that God reigns on the just and the unjust alike, that he blesses the, the saved and the unsaved alike. To believe every day will be sunny in 75 or that every day living for Christ will be like hell on earth is very unrealistic. You must understand that we do not follow and profess Jesus Christ because we want to prosper or suffer. A true born-again believer will follow Jesus Christ because they have a passion for Christ. A passion to know Him, to love Him, and obey Him. If there is a need or desire that you have, the Bible says that if we seek Jesus Christ and His kingdom first and His will for your life first, then all of these other things will sort themselves out just fine. And you won't find yourself serving God as if you are a beggar, always pleading for what you want and not for what you need. We must believe on Jesus Christ as the scriptures have said. Be baptized into the name of Jesus Christ. Receive the Holy Ghost. Take up your cross and follow Jesus Christ. Every new day that dawns in our lives, we must present ourselves before God in prayer and seek His kind of strength to endure the path that lies ahead for us for that day. We must seek Him for the strength we are going to need to carry the weight of the day on our backs. The path is a path that leads to the cross of Jesus Christ. Calvary is our destination each and every day. The path is narrow. The path is rugged. The path is the path of self-denial and discipline. It's the path that while Jesus was walking, people spit on him. People laughed at him. People mocked and made fun of him. He walked the path and knew where it was leading him, and he absolutely knew that he was walking towards his executioner. He would be what we call dead men walking. He walked that path not only carrying the weight of his own burdens, but he also was carrying the burdens and the sins of every past, present, and future human on this planet. He had all power to stop those who were cheering on his coming demise. He had all power to stop and quit walking. He had all power to change his mind. He had the power to change directions. He had all the fullness of the Godhead bodily coursing through his veins, and yet he still walked that path to his death like a lamb to the slaughter. Having all power to destroy all of humanity with just one command. And yet he held his peace and never opened his mouth. He denied himself of what he could do. He denied himself of what he would rather do. He denied his own will to carry out his father's will. He charged Calvary's Hill like a true soldier of war. 
with blood and sweat, tears, falling down and rising back up. With every heart-pounding step, he stayed focused and determined. Blocking out the chatter and the clatter that surrounded him, he was a king in beggar's clothing. He was God in filthy human flesh. He's a son that puts his father's desire over his own desire, no matter what the cost. He is the almighty, tenacious Lion of Judah. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. He is the first and he is the last. He is the great I am. He is the God that was, is, and is to come. The almighty God of all creation. He is our great Savior. He is our saving grace. He is Jesus, the Christ, our great Messiah. And he is calling on all of us to follow his way. The way of the cross that leads to self-denial, humility, and truth. The way that leads to life, liberty, and the pursuit of holiness. To endure like a warrior, a man, or woman of God who understands that if God has called us to it, he will see that we make it through it. Nobody else can walk it for you. You must take up your own cross and follow the path Jesus Christ with great passion, hunger, and thirst. Yes, it's a very demanding lifestyle, but it's a lifestyle that is worth it all in the end. We find in the book of, book of Luke, chapter 9, verse 57 through 62, King James Version. And it came to pass that as they went in their way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee wheresoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man had nowhere to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but first let me go bid farewell to them which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. There are no but first with God. He plainly states that we must forsake all and follow him above all else. And he plainly says to repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yea, it is even at your doorsteps now. The whole truth of this matter has now been preached in your ears. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord says to the churches. Follow Jesus Christ, and you will never go wrong. In his mighty name of Jesus, amen. This is Joseph P. Hackney, Mark 1615 Internet Ministries Podcast.